podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So we have teamed up with the brilliant Hotel Tonight, the world's leading app for booking last-minute hotel rooms to offer you £15, €20, or $25 off your first booking. Choose from an array of award-winning hotels from around the world by downloading the free app from any app store by searching Hotel Tonight or go to hoteltonight.com slash now and enter Chelsea in the promo. Tonight. Thank you, Phil. Uh, and enter Chelsea in the promo code box and book a hotel around the world in three easy clicks. Whether a business or pleasure trip or our next away game and you and your mates fancy staying over in a top hotel, I know it's great as I managed to get a room at the Charlotte Street Hotel one day for less than half the normal price. At the Charlotte Street. Okay. Uh, and, and another bit of advertising. Sign up and play football pools and get four free games. Go to http colon slash slash bit.ly slash Chelsea Pools, which seems like a very odd URL. Ooh, colon. Easy to remember. There you go. Uh, and finally, check out our updated and free iPhone app. Go to the iTunes app store to download or follow the link at chelseapodcast.net. I think that just about does it. You've so done you really want to well there. to the Chelsea podcast, my name, hi, is uh, Phil Daniels, um, uh, guy Andy Saunders here, Hello. and um, a Euro fan, uh, uh, Tom Deacon, who's Southampton, but we don't mind because he goes everywhere to watch football in Europe, and he is the, a member of every crew <laughs> in Europe. So you support, you support every football team in Europe, is that right? Hang on a minute, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want the wrong things being said. <laughs> and, and Kerry. Hello, Kerry. By the magic of witchcraft Hello, and black magic down the line. He's the leader of the Spartak Moscow. <laughs> so tell us about tell us about your experience as a Eurofan. What what is it, Tom? All right. So to to basically explain, when when I'm not being a stand up comic up and down the country, uh, I was travelling around Europe to go to Champions League football matches. And the idea of the show is I would support the home team. So I'd uh, don the kit, uh, hang out with the fans, drink with them before the game, and then when it came to match time, go and cheer on that team. So I supported. Maybe about 19, 20 different teams. It's, uh, it's a hard, hard, that, hard job. Is that because Southampton can't get in the Champions League? He's quick, isn't he? Um, <laughs> Phil is quick there. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, maybe 2016, it's looking, it's looking promising. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty good side. <laughs> so did you do, you did Chelsea a couple of seasons ago, is that right? Uh, yes, I, it was the return of Didier Drogba for Galatasaray at the bridge. And uh, I was there with all the Chelsea boys. Uh, I went and did a podcast with another bunch of fellas and met Paul. Cannonville oh, yeah. uh, and uh, read his book uh, Black and Blue, which is uh, fantastic. And um, written, yeah. written with uh, with one of our fellow podcasters, Rick Glanville. Black oh, fantastic! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, so kind of tr- tried to become a Chelsea fan, understand what it's all about. Went to a few cafes, hung out with the locals. But I have to say, of all the the clubs that I've supported, they were the the, the Chelsea fans were the trickiest to want to allow me into their group I guess so this is probably the closest I'm going to ever get to Chelsea fans Yeah, yeah I mean that as much just before we haven't, let, we haven't let you in yet Tom oh hang on a minute <laughs> so are you, are you calling Chelsea a cafe club yeah I'm calling them a cafe cl- very cafe latte Kerry yeah <laughs> 
Um, so what were the um, so so what were, what were the, you say we were the trickiest fans? What was the kind of what was the who were the scariest fans? Because we weren't scary, presumably. No, but you, right, I, I'm I'm going to choose my words very carefully. Uh, Chelsea are very proud to be Chelsea. Uh, I met obviously Dave, the uh, the fanzine man. Hurry uh, up, only yeah. a pound. Yeah, exactly. So I got to sell one of those before the game. Sold one one um, sort of uh, magazine, and he was uh, he was quick to take him back off me again and not stop showing him up. But um, uh, I, I think it was just the fact they were very passionate Chelsea fans that I bumped into, and they didn't want to have uh, me chatting to them uh, as a fake fan. And uh, so I got that a fair amount as I travelled around. Galatasaray fans were pretty pretty scary. Paris Saint Germain. You fans. sat in the posh seats for Galatasaray. Though. I know, you but didn't I didn't go I, and sacrifice a goat, Tom. No, I didn't. But I was. I also hung out with them outside the ground. Right. Uh, there was no <laughs> stewards or police around me at that. You point. looked like you were drinking raki over there. Or, I, was, I feel I was drinking all sorts. That's <laughs> the problem because. It, <laughs> Every fan goes, you've got to have this. This is our match, uh, pre-match ritual. You've got to have this drink. The Russians drink far too much vodka. So you did, was it Spartak Moscow? When Spartak you were Moscow. Uh, they lost 3-0 to Barcelona. It just, just the experience to go to these incredible grounds that are just packed with history, as you Chelsea fans know, the Luzhniki Stadium. Yeah, um, yeah well, for, please don't remind us yeah, of the Luzhniki Stadium. For good Stadium. or bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you get to go and experience it, what it was all about. I mean, last year was fantastic. Atleti, Real Madrid, I was there at the final in Lisbon, but... To get to find out that obviously as a Southampton fan, Atletico Madrid playing red and white because of Southampton. Some guy came over, a Spanish guy came over to England, uh, wanted a Blackburn Rovers kit. They'd obviously sold out with JJB. So uh, <laughs> then he um, they picked up the Saint shirt. And um, so little things like that are, are kind of, you know, really inspired me to... And you went to see Kerry's second team, Malaga. Oh, Malaga. Yeah, the Bocaronis, Boca- I think, if Kerry can correct me. He's absolutely correct. Yeah. And you, you, you told us a great story about, about running down the touchline with a flag. Yeah, I, I was about to tell you the story. Um, yeah, they, they, basically a lot of English uh, guys are out there and a few Scots as well. They, um, Malaga's become their second team and uh, they gave me the flag um, for their crew and uh, they made me run down the side of the stadium um, in front of everyone with this huge flag and I got to the other end then I waited for them to cheer three times I waved the flag and then run back and uh, the adrenaline was buzzing um, and then they said and I said how did I do and they went you didn't you didn't do it very well but it's fine <laughs> I didn't care and where can people see well, your see yeah Tom. go on sorry Kerry can I ask you a question Tom um I've seen that that uh, ritual happen at Malaga quite a bit. Yeah. And it always strikes me that everyone who does it is very, very drunk. Now, were you very, very drunk? Uh, on, on, let's document it. Yes. Yes, I was. I think that's the only way you've got the, the balls to do it, I think, in the middle of a match against Getafe. Um, but yeah. So, uh, and what is the Malaga drink of choice? Oh, crate of beer. Uh, <laughs> all those Brits, they're, they're incredible. Did you, did you, did you go around any of the stalls outside? Because there aren't any bars really that near to the ground. And um, so you there, have, there is. You have... There is, Kerry. You're not going to the right place, mate. We'll, we'll take each other's number and I'll tell you where there is. There's one bar on the corner. Uh, and the first match I went to see was Malaga versus uh, Zenit St. Petersburg. And there was a fair few bottles thrown uh, from the, the Russian fans. Uh, and we all took shelter in there. About 200 people in what can only hold 50. So, um, yeah, that's was, what I mean. Was... There's, there, I think there's three bars and you just can't ever get near them. But no. all, the, all the little stalls outside that sell peanuts... 
if you actually lift the front of the the apron of the stall, <laughs> it's just full of beer. They sell little They're boats as well, uh, <laughs> and beer as well. It's quite incredible. So, yeah. so Tom, where can where can we see your adventures? They're on YouTube, is that right? Uh, yeah, they're, they're on YouTube. It's it's called under the family of Copper Ninety, which do a lot of football stuff, and uh, it's just called the Eurofan. And then I think there's some few dodgy videos of me with a with a terrible barnet as well doing stand up. So you can find Brilliant. that if you want. Great. 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 Shall we shall we talk about West Ham? Yeah. So we played West Ham in the week. Yep. Uh, on Wednesday. And um, a, a, a very, very tense... Ga- oh, it's a very weird echo on my line. Um, sorry, I was just distracting me there. Uh, we played West Ham in the week on Wednesday. A very tense game. A, a big game that we had to win. And we did win. And uh, though it wasn't fantastic football, we've got to be pleased with the three points. And we feel- well, the thing is with West Ham at the moment, they're, they're so unlucky. Well, they were unlucky not to beat Chelsea. They were lucky not to beat Man United. They, oh, they should have beat them. They could have beat them. They could have done this. They could have done that. That's West Ham. Hmm. At the moment, except uh, they've failed to score in the last six Premiership well, matches you know, against us. You know, they're not that unlucky; just a bit crap. No, I think you know. Obviously, they're at home. They're meant to be at home. We had a cup final uh, at the weekend. We went there. They played well. West Ham had a few shots, but we had we could have finished them off about three times, couldn't we? Yeah, let's talk about the team first. So Courtois came in for, for Czech. Your man, Oscar, in for William. We lined up with uh, Courtois, Ivanovic, Terry, Cahill, Aspilicueta. Zuma in midfield again. None of us called that. Uh, Fabregas. Uh, Ramirez on the right side. Oscar, Hazard and Costa up front. And uh, as you say, we, we should have killed them off. I mean, Costa had a decent chance early doors, didn't he? Didn't look up for it, uh, Costa. He didn't look really on the pace, did he? I think... I don't know. I think they've kind of worked him out a bit. He's kind of closely... Mo- they get stuck into him quickly and, and get right onto him. Um, He's not finding very much space, is he, at all? Mm. Um, since, you know, he scored his 17 goals. But maybe <laughs> he's just... Um, he's just a bit... Um, his injury might be just playing up a bit. Well, people say it that will. He... Co- it, you know, form with, with forwards. I think you know they can't do it every single bloody well, no, game. Uh, you know what I mean? Everybody says he's a bit of a streaky player. He goes through these very, very hot streaks. He has a little bit of a break, and then he be back on a hot streak. And that was his time at Atleti. You know that that you know he was a very streaky player. There, he'll get you lots of goals, but you'll have to put up with periods of of inactivity. I just felt he was a little bit off the pace against West Ham. Not really, you know, sort of blaming him for it. He had a one-on-one chance, didn't he? That ended up in a very, very very good tackle, and then Eden Hazard scored right on half time. Uh, not on right on half time. We're talking about he scored after um, uh, 22 minutes. Yeah, and um, Come on, get it right. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about um, thinking about something else. But uh, he uh, he scored on uh, on 22 minutes. He looked like we'd push on then, and it ended up being a bit of a sort of rearguard action, didn't it? Yeah, I kept getting. Um Texts from people because I had to do something that night and saying, "Wow, you know, we'll come, we want the end to come quickly because <laughs> we're under pressure." I went to the game and um, yeah, it was a very, very tense atmosphere. And we're getting to that part of the season now where you know it was, it's very buttock clenching. Um, every single game is a, is a buttock clenching. Well, I always hold my buttocks in when I'm at West Ham anyway. <laughs> I'm <telling> you. <laughs> <laughs> But you you're winning, that, though. That's, that seems to be the, the, the Chelsea way. Grinding it out. Grinding out the results. I mean, you know, in Man United of the past, of winning titles, they, they just managed to do enough. And like you just said, boys, you had, you had a, a cup final, which uh, as a science fan, I don't know much about, so I, I can't really talk about that. But you we won, won and we won. You won. 
So, you know. The thing yeah. is, if West Ham had scored, it might have been, a, you know, Chelsea might have picked it up. There's loads of ifs and buts and, you know, wherefores and... I just and think. one of the reasons that they didn't score is that Thibaut Courtois had a great game, didn't he? He did, yeah. Played very well. Um, you know, because they had chances. Uh, they, their strikers weren't weren't as lethal as, as some strikers that we've played before. But, you know, Courtois made a couple of decent saves. I thought we defended well. I thought Zuma did well again in, in midfield. Didn't have the, the same kind of assured performance as he had against Spurs in the cup final, but he played really well. Um, and, you know, you can't really complain when you grind out a win like that. Nope. I'm not complaining. And at the end of the game, I mean, they were absolutely, you know, pumped again, the players and, and Mourinho. They knew what a massive result that was. That's um, Chelsea's unbeaten in seven league games now. That's good, isn't it? It's, it's good. They're not all wins, but it's unbeaten. Sorry, Kerry, go on. It's interesting that, that those sort of stats come up because they don't tell the story. As, as we watch these games every week, we know how close we've come to drawing some of those games or losing some of those games. And that we have managed, you know, we've had a lot of strange things happen this year with injuries and and then with also teams not taking their chances. And we've ridden our luck when we've needed to. I know we've moaned about a lot of things that have gone against us, but we somehow managed to survive and get through things and other teams are not being clinical. A bit like last year when I think City won the title because other teams didn't take advantage of their weaker moments. Yeah, and no, I agree with that. It seems that the first part of this season, we were playing wonderful, expansive football that was free-flowing, that was exciting. And the more it looks as though we're going to get to possibly win the title, the less expansive our football has become. And it's become that typical Mourinho exercise. Sounds like your butter keeps clenching. Yeah, it's squeaky bum time for you, Kerry, really. Yeah, your Skype is breaking up a little bit, mate. But I would think we get the point. And, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, we haven't, we're not playing expansive football at the moment. But particularly in the second half, uh, we looked like we were lumping the ball, clearing it. It was a you know real rear guard action. Didn't look very controlled, and you can feel the tension in the players as well. You know we're not getting the ball down and playing. Um, you know there were still players trying to play football. Hazard was still trying to play football. I didn't think Oscar had a terrible game, but he didn't really add an awful lot to the mix. Um, you know Ramirez did. Oh, a job. that's him. That's him admitting a little bit there, Kerry, wasn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> But, you know, I, put, I, I don't think many of them got more than a seven in that game, to be honest. <laughs> OK. Um, so your next game is the most important, in my opinion, um, that you... Uh, your, your players what, against PSG? Bit... Yeah, that's the one I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shall come on to the Southampton game and we shall quiz you. We'll quiz you about what you think about Southampton. I, I think Chelsea fans need to relax. You're winning. It's fine. It's you... funny. Every, other, every fan of every other club, we just had the Spurs uh, people in here before and they walked past me and it's all yours, isn't it? I don't think any Chelsea fan no. feels like this is in the bag at all. Do you, do you feel? No, not at all. How about you, Kerry? Do you feel it's in the bag? No, not in the slightest because... <laughs> You know, the, the amount of points we are ahead, that's a couple of games that you have to mess up or we get more injuries. And, you know, yeah, until we've got the last game there and it's physically impossible for any team to catch us up, I won't believe it. You know, we've still got to play an inform Liverpool. We've still got to play an inform Arsenal. We've got to play an inform Man United. We've still got to play these games. That's three games, you know, that are going to be very the tough. The only games. thing in our favour is that, you know, City look like they're a bit like an exploding clown yeah car. you know they don't know what's going on one week to the next they could beat you 5-0 or lose 3-0 to you you know they're sort of a bit ridiculous aren't they 
you're finding a way to win uh, from an outsider's point of view. Ch- uh, Man City, you just... I mean, the amount of money they've lost me on an accumulator this year has been frightening. Really. Um, oh, yeah, they just managed to muck it up at the last moment. But with Chelsea, you're just finding a way to grind it out. If... Os- if um, Sorry, not Oscar. If if, uh, if if your striker's not scoring... Um, Costa. Costa. I couldn't remember his name. If Costa's not scoring, that's fine. Eden Hazard's banging in the goals. And the defenders score. Our defenders and score. score. And, and, and then, you know what? You, but they've still got to mark Costa out of the game. So, yeah. you know, you, you just ebb and flow. Uh, whereas City just lost at sea. They really do just kind of... Where are they going to score? If Milner is scoring that many goals, you've yeah. got to question something. No, it's interesting. You know I love a stat, Phil. I know you do. Go on. Give well, us a so stat. here's one. So Eden Hazard's last four Premier League goals have all come away from home after a run of eleven consecutive home goals. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. It is interesting, but it probably means absolutely nothing. No, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a good stat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking at the roulette table. You can see how many blacks there's been. Then there's the reds. That's, that's uh... exactly yeah. So so we're five points clear. Still got the um, uh, game in hand, which is against Leicester. Um, and is that a home game? No way. Away. We played them early on in yeah. the season. So we, all we, over. We've got, got to play up at um, Filbert Street, isn't it? Still Filbert Street? No, no. the Walker, the Walker Stadium. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean they're struggling, aren't they, Leicester? So you know, it's good. I'm glad that's our game in hand and not someone else. Um, but should we talk about PSG coming up in, in on Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. So you've been to PSG, Tom? Yes, I have. Yeah. What, what I, do you I, What do you think of them as a club? Uh, well, they're, they're pretty good, aren't they? With some of the players they've managed to buy, uh, they're the team that they're kind of like Chelsea in in many respects. From the years when Abramovich came in, they've they've bought their success a little bit, and then they're going to really have to develop their you know their youth players to sustain that if they can't you know financial fair play or the rest of it. Mm. But they're an exciting team, and I was there for the two one, uh, I believe it was, um, uh, and. Um, it's a vibrant stadium. Any Chelsea fans who've never been to that away, you know, away, mm. it, it, it's amazing. Um, we but, talked about uh, it last week, and half of them didn't get in the ground because the police stopped them getting in the ground. It was yeah, that, sound, really that, that sounds like the Parisians. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they they they, um, they loved it. Obviously, the, the atmosphere was was vibrant. They'll be up for the the match. It depends whether Ibrahimovic turns up, doesn't it? Yeah. Really? Well, they beat second from bottom Lens. 4-1. Lens, how you pronounce it? Lens, Lens, Lens. Four one on Saturday. So they're second in the table, one point behind Lyon, who beat third place Marseille 5-1 yesterday. So they're coming in off the back of a, a pretty significant win. I think Ibra got a goal in that game. They got some players back fit, haven't they? Because they had a few players out for the game against us. And it's obviously David Luiz. Damn, nobody loves him more than you, Phil. Coming, I love David Luiz. Coming back to the bridge for the first time like since him. we sold him for £50 million. Pounds. Well, yeah, he just had a bad World Cup. He, he was, you know, he'd make the odd mistake for us, but <laughs> I'd still have him at the club. Would uh, you? At midfield, yeah. You're mental. Yeah, I'd still have him now. Would uh, you have him, Kerry? I would have had him playing. Get, you know, he's better. He's better in front of the back four than that young fella is. What, Matic? No, not Matic. The other fella. <laughs> Zuma. Zuma. <laughs> but you know, there you go. Yeah. What do you think, Kerry? What do you think about David Luiz? Fifty million pounds. That's good business, wasn't it? It's, it was great business, and, and he hasn't set the world alight over there. Um, interestingly, you know, I kind of I understand what Phil's saying because I think he's a much better midfielder than a defender. And for them to immediately move him into midfield, knowing that actually he can get away with it week in, week out, being rubbish in defence in the French league, but against us, we'd have taken advantage of that, I think. 
Um, and I'm sure they'll do the same this week. They'll put him into midfield. Yeah, and um, he'll get a good reception when he comes back because he was a very popular player, wasn't he? I was very popular with me. Yeah. I, I liked him a lot. I used to like him, and then he went crap. But then I start, I'm getting mixed up now because the, the new left-back's got the same name as him, so I don't know. Felipe Luis. Yeah, yeah so I'm a bit confused who's who. Uh, talking about uh, defensive midfield players, Matic is back uh, from his two-game suspension. He's going to make a difference, isn't he? Well, yeah, hopefully he'll get a little bit of his form back now. I mean, he, he was kind of dropped off a little bit, but he, he is very tasty, um, you know, patrolling. He patrolling, he's like, you know, stormtrooper, patrolling, doesn't he, patrols? Yeah. Well, Zuma's good at the kind of, you know, smashing people up. Yeah, he's not a patroller, really. But he's not a patroller, he? and he doesn't do an awful lot when he's got the ball, as Matic will drive you forward a, a little bit more. You know, he, I think... he, he can't help leaping up in the air, can he, Zuma? <laughs> he likes to jump. Jumps like a salmon. He's like a he salmon. throws everything into a pass. He's body shape when he passes as well. He, he gives it the. What were you going to say there? Are you, were you going to say there, Kerry? I heard you. Uh, is, is Matic fit after his cup final injury? That's right. Apparently, he uh, twisted his ankle celebrating in the cup final that he wasn't playing in. But uh, he's uh, apparently fit, Kerry. Yeah. So we're bidding to be to reach our uh, uh, the quarterfinals for the fourth time in six seasons. Um, oh, and one other thing. Ivanovic's header in the first league, uh, first leg was voted UEFA Champions League Goal of the Week. God, there must have been some uh, iffy goals, eh? I oh, know. No, no, it was a pretty good setup, wasn't it? The old back flick from Cahill. The, Terry Cross. The Terry Cross back flick, you know. Yeah, but... Uh, I suppose. Are so, you, are you worried? I think you've always got to be worried against the team. <laughs> well, we, myself and Phil, we rarely watch games together. Um, but we watched the, the PSG game last last year, didn't we? When Demba Bar scored late mm. to score for us, and yeah, we were we were we were a bit worried, weren't we? Then they looked like, like a decent team. And they were very. I mean, they played very well against us um, this time round at um, in Paris. Yeah, and they looked last year. I didn't think they, they had the Swedish fella. He was injured, wasn't he? He was, Ibrahimovic. Yeah. It, so having him in the side makes a mm-hmm. difference because he can just stroll past anybody. He's a very good player. I know he's a bit of an arrogant sod. Oh, he's, 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 he's a he, weird, he does weird... nothing for a game and then out of nowhere, just magnificent. But I remember being in Paris, uh, obviously, last year's Champions League, and uh, for some reason Mourinho played Scherler up front. Yeah, I that's think. right. And uh, I'd, I'd be interested. I mean, obviously, in the cup final, you were worried about what... Um, what Jose was going to do what, what tactical tinkering was yeah. he going to do I mean I'd, I'd be interested to see if he does anything knowing how PSG are going to play I think he tactically tinkered uh, mm. in the cup final because Matic was suspended so he had to do something about that midfield role I think you'll see Matic and Fabregas in midfield the only sort of the only sort of wild card is going to be whether he plays Ramirez Oscar Hazard whether he plays Hazard William Oscar whether he plays Budrado you know it's that three behind the set mm. everybody else picks itself as far as I'm concerned It'll be more conservative, I think, than attacking. I think he'll he'll hold on to his one-all as long as he can. Go on, Kerry, what are you going to say? I think think the only position that might be in question is whether it's Oscar or William. Yeah, I think it's I think it's between those two. He'll play William, I think, just for his energy. Well, Well, he's a better player. He knows he's a better player. 
Um, but he hasn't got a finish, has he proved against West Ham? I know. Well, Giza saved it on the light, it was on target. Yeah. So there you go, that's all you can do. Should have lifted it. That's yeah. it, use a stat to promote But um, he, he prefers William, obviously, to Oscar. Well, he gives you something else, doesn't he? He does give you, gives you a lot of energy. And uh, what, do you, what do you think, neutral fan? Do you think that... Um, neutral the, the, fan, not yeah. even a name anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that, neutral fan. Um, we'll use your name when we talk about Southampton. I, um, what do you think, Tom? I, I think it's... Uh, it's going to go down to the wire. I think yeah. Paris Saint-Germain are going to be really up for it. And um, Chelsea after the... If, if you'd have crushed West Ham, I'd have thought Chelsea have got this in a bag. But I think there's just... Where's that goal going to come from? Is Costa going to do it? Uh, you know, uh, what happens if, if that you need that little bit extra pace against the, the back four of PSG uh, and to try and get round David Luiz? He's obviously a liability for them, in my opinion. But... Yeah. Um, but going forward, he's, he's, he might score a goal. So um, I, I think if... I don't know, when I look at Chelsea, the strike force you have, you can't mix things up. There's no plan B with, without Costa. I mean, I know Costa's fantastic. Uh, going to see Atleti play last season, he was amazing. But what happens if you just need that something extra? Um, what, what would what the Chelsea fans do? What, what do what well, he hasn't Phil, give, would, Phil would put Remy on, wouldn't you? Well, he hasn't given him a... He, I would, but I, I think he's been quite fair enough on Remy. Mm. I think he should have... Give him more, you know, more pats on the back, more games. Um, brought him on instead of Drogba. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, invested in him a little bit more. Is he worried that if Remy scores, he will get injured again? Is that? Well, well there, there, there's always that. <laughs> there's always that, isn't there? I mean, you know, talking about uh, Hazard again, uh, Mourinho's called for, for more protection for Eden Hazard, who was fouled nine times in the first leg. So they obviously well, have a plan to... Well, he fouled about three seconds into a game. Well, most foul, most foul player in the Premiership this season, 75 fouls. But he's only had something like, I think, seven yellow cards have been given or to yeah, players I mean. that have fouled him. Some ridiculous percentage, much lower than anybody else. Sanchez, for example, has been fouled something like 54 times, but had 15 yellow cards. Well, he's pretty good. I think he's pretty good at not milking it, isn't he, Hazard? Yeah, he gets uh, up. He gets up. Mm. I think he gets fouled so much, he gets fed up of milking it. It becomes like a soap opera to him, I think. Mm. So in the first leg, we, we, we thank Ivanovic again for the goal. Cavani equalised. Thibaut Courtois again, another brilliant performance. Saved a lot of uh, decent efforts. And, and right at the end as well, saved uh, you know, an effort from, from Ibra and Cavani. So you know, they, they, we won't play like that when we play at the bridge. You know, we'll play a much more attacking style. We won't sit like we did at the um, depends, Parc de France. It? it depends. We're a funny side at the moment. You, you, sometimes for the first 20 minutes, we can't string a pass together. Sometimes we can. Mm. It just depends what Chelsea turn up on the day. I mean, we can get results. That ain't a problem. Mm. Um, But it's our, you know... I'd be shocked if it was a classy win. Do you just wipe Paris Saint-Germain? No, I don't think they travel that well, PSG. I think they're good in front of their, as you Mm. say, vocal home crowd. I don't think they necessarily travel that well. They didn't look up for it last time they played us. I fancy us. I I fancy us as well. I don't usually would, would say that. Do you fancy us, Kerry? I do fancy us, and I think that the winner is going to be scored by David Luiz for us. (laughs) (laughs) An extravagant backheader. It'll be goal difference. One all draw, (laughs) nil-nil at the bridge. Well, I'm hoping for extra time and uh, get your players on the field as long as possible, tire them out, because... Because that's a nice segue. You've done yeah. this before, haven't you? Yeah, because yeah. obviously our game the gold's the... coming on Sunday. Let me tell you, boys. The game on Sunday <laughs> is, of course, against Southampton in the Premier League. Uh, a one thirty early kickoff on Sunday. When the Saints go marching in, uh, we have our very own Saint in the studio, Tom Deacon. Um, Tom, are you confident? 
I, I can any good, football, away, you're good can, away from home. Yeah, can any football fan be confident? Uh, the way we're playing at the moment, uh, like you were talking about Costa or any other striker, Pella, just uh, he's not scored in quite a while and that's that's a worry for any any uh, fan but then we've had Mane who you know all about um, from the St Mary's goal lovely yeah. little dink over Courtois yeah. no chance with uh, Courtois on his feet trying to save it yeah. um, blatant penalty oh, blatant penalty <laughs> <laughs> Matty Target wasn't uh, on his best form at that, that moment but um, I I'm not confident in, in, because we haven't been scoring a lot of goals but I think we'll make life difficult for you on Sunday but you're good away from Man. You've only lost one of your last six away games. Mm. But that win against Palace on Tuesday was your first win in four games, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and yeah. it was a first goal in 300 and something odd minutes was in it? the Premier League. So, yeah, it's, it's taken a while to score. Um, I think we'll shut up shop. If we can nick a goal early on with our pace that we've got up front, um, Mane, uh, maybe even Shane Long, uh, that £12 million I don't signing. mind Shane Long. I've never I, minded him. I don't him. mind him, but £12 yeah. million pounds for Shane Long. Well, that's cheap. <laughs> that's not cheap. That's <laughs> not cheap. And I know you're being sarcastic, but I still wanted to point out uh, that is not cheap at all. Um, but we've got a bit of pace, and I think that might worry you, as you were saying to me, Andy, that, that will worry you. We don't like pace, do we? we don't, we're, not, we're not big fans of pace. Um, not our, our back four like to sit, sit, sit off and not let you run at us. I mean, you know, um, as Pelicuota can get skinned, yeah. and so can Ivanovic. Mm. We don't have to be skinned. He's he's standing. Mm. He's standing <laughs> on the right wing while the yeah, he plays <laughs> as a striker a lot of the time. <laughs> and you've got to worry about our fullbacks and a guy that you know very well, Bertrand. Yeah, uh, he's got a little bit of pace on him, and so is Nathaniel Klein. Um, Champions League winning uh, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, played, he's played in midfield. But, was it? There's some fact about Ryan Bertrand and his Champions League. Uh, that was his first appearance, or his first? It was young. First Champions League appearance. We played him in midfield, out of position. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, he so. won a medal. And he won a medal. He was great as well. <laughs> he was great against Bayern Munich. He's. I, I think we've got a lot of pace, and um, somehow um, we might score uh, on Sunday. And, yeah, and you've got worry. Nathaniel Klein on the other side. He can yep. definitely do a job for you. Uh, a lot of reports that Schneiderlin's off. How do you feel, how do you feel about that? I feel like he seems to be agitating for a mood for about two years now, though. Yeah, are you cross with him? I think he'd like more money, like a lot of football players would like. Um, but he wanted to go to Tottenham, and then finally Ronald Koeman said, um, "Come on." We, I'll have no players left if everyone needs to leave. Mm. Um, and they were talking about him going to Tottenham. But he's, he's to be fair to him, even though he'd like to go, um, he's still playing week in, week out for us and uh, putting in top performances. So some players will just sit and sulk. And he's clearly gone, no, he, he leads by example. I took him out of my fantasy football team. He, hadn't mm. been, he was nicking a few goals early on in the yeah, season. Yeah, no, that won't happen. He's, he's, he's not that player. He's he just, the, he stopped doing that now, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. How do you feel about those players that did go? How do you feel about Lovren having a nightmare? at Liverpool or Gaston Ramirez not really doing it at Hull I mean you must have at the beginning of the season thought Christ we have no team left what's going to happen but you've had an incredible season really Ronald Koeman to any uh, Chelsea fans who didn't know this uh which I love him. Uh, he tweeted uh, first day at training at an empty field, and he went, "Here's here's the first day of training with no one there." <laughs> and I thought the guy's got a good sense of humour, and and he's actually a calm bloke. And for all the players that left, I didn't want them to leave, obviously, because we were. I felt like we were unfortunate not to get into Europe. So let's build on this. We've got some great players. Um, and you booed Adam Alana when he came back the other week. I didn't personally, but uh, but as yes, a, as, yes. A, as a group, as a group of fans that we all we wear the badge. Um, they did boo him, which I think is a, is a shame because he he was uh, training at Southampton. He's 
He's won us the Johnston's Paint Trophy. Uh, <laughs> he's done a lot for us. And therefore, I think we needed to show him a bit of respect, actually. But yeah, he did want to leave. Um, he's gone to Liverpool. Lovren went to Liverpool. Um, you know, Luke Shaw went to Man United. Who, who can blame him uh, to go to that mighty club that are, what, fourth? Uh, and... Um, you Got know, a lot of money the, for those players as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, a huge amount of money, and we've invested it wisely. Um, but, as you were saying, Andy, like, uh, Schneiderlin might go at the end of the season. So might um, J-Rod, who hasn't played this year. Nathaniel Klein is... Like, when United are talking about signing up our right-back, what we'll have to do... And Chambers, of course, went to Arsenal. Yeah. We'll have to just develop him again uh, through the academy. They ain't that good anyway. They haven't played that well, but yet as a team, as a, uh, it just shows that you can have a great season when you're playing for the right team under the yeah. right system. And yet our under-21s are in the under-21 Premier League final. And yeah. again, I- I'm fully confident that any player that doesn't want to play for us, fine, uh, we'll take the money and then we'll reinvest it. system. You know, everybody from Incredible. Gareth Bale, yeah. Oxlade-Chamberlain. Thea Walcott. Thea Walcott. I mean, it's amazing. I, I don't want to see anyone go. Don't get me wrong. Like, no. I think Chelsea but, you're, fans, but you're realistic to know that... I'm realistic to yeah. know that we are a, a stepping stone. As I think, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure I'll shock a few Santa fans, Ronald Koeman, if, if a big job comes in... Uh, like the Holland job. Like the Holland job. Yeah. He'll go. And, uh, but I'm, in, I'm enjoying the season. So. I think I like him. Yeah, he's a good manager. I like the way he talks. He's a fair manager, I think. I like he seems him. To, he seems to, to have a good way with the players as well. So you're currently seventh in the take. Yeah. What's your expectations for this season as a Southampton fan? Uh, I would have loved Champions League, and then maybe uh, Copper 90 will get me back on board to travel around Europe uh, with some sponsorship money. But um, I think Europe is a realistic hope at the moment, just because... Tottenham and Harry Kane and his little um, bubble at the moment mm. and the likes of Arsenal beginning to, to play okay um, I think we'll we'd be if we don't start scoring we're going to look at 7th but hopefully we might, we might scrape 6th place Arsenal's and that'll defense, be an improvement Arsenal's defence will let them down don't worry yeah well that's I hope so so we talked a little bit referenced the, uh, the game on the 28th of December the 1-1 draw when Mane uh, got the goal and then Hazard equalised right on half time that's what yeah. I was thinking of when it was, I was thinking earlier on when I said about Hazard equalising half time mm. that's what I was thinking of um, and then obviously obvious, obvious penalty that Mourinho um, turned into Blatant. a massive conspiracy theory yeah. uh, that still rumbles on it quite rightly I think as a, as a neutral looking at Chelsea and uh, how many tackle I mean look at Matic was it that horrendous tackle from yeah. the Bernie player? And you're like, it's a horrendous tackle. The referees need to be stepping in for both sides when, when tackles are flying in like that. But you have been unfortunate, but it's all right. You're going to win the league. It's fine. We, um, we got a fairly decent record against you. Last, last season, 3-0 and 3-1, I think it was. And, you know, so... It's been a while since that 2 all, uh, which is Jason Punchin scored a beauty at the bridge. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the next day, Nigel Adkins got um, moved out. Uh, swiftly for Pochettino. It wasn't. S- it wasn't long after. I seem to remember. Um, uh, what's his name? Who went to Stoke in the end? Uh, Southampton player, good-looking English player, played a couple of times for England. Uh, scored a, on, on Boxing Day, I think it was against. Us, scored an absolute screamer free kick, twenty-five yards free uh, kick. We had um, James Beattie. James Beattie scored, scored an absolute belter. screamer. Yeah. And I met him at an event once, and I said to him, "Oh, you ruined my Christmas. You scored a thirty-yard <laughs> screamer on Boxing Day." And he went. You don't stop those. Which I thought was a bit arrogant. Oh, <laughs> well, he was—he didn't. He was manager of Accrington Stanley for a little while. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't. Anyway, any thoughts on Southampton, Kerry, sitting there, or the magic of witchcraft on Skype? Uh, well, I, th- I think Southampton are, are quite a remarkable side in the fact that. Sounding because he's here. <laughs> yeah. Phil, no, just because we're not going to be Bezzies, mate. Listen. <laughs> no, I, th- 
think it's, they've got a history of always developing players and, and developing talent and finding a way through it. And I think, you know, what's happened this year, what's interesting is how many of these Southampton players go on to other places and don't look as good as they were at Southampton. Um, you know, I, yeah, I admire what they do because they still have a youth policy and it's something I think a lot of clubs could learn from. As for the weekend, I think it will be a tough game. I think we'll win by a couple of goals. I, I think I think we're in a certain state. Six, Six Yeah, Six, four. four. Are you serious? Four got no, Six, no four. chance. Okay, let's do it. let's do the predictions, Tom. As our guest, we'll, we'll give you the um, the opportunity to go first. What, what do you think the score's uh, going to be on I Sunday? Mean, I mean, a realistic man uh, wouldn't answer this, but I think it's Southampton two one. Southampton 2-1, OK. I thought you just said you're realistic. <laughs> I said, I, I, I'm not even going to answer as a realistic yeah. man. Yeah. Right, no, you've got you to go with your heart, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Come on, what do you think, Phil? 4-2. Four, 4-2, two. Four, two. interesting. And what did you say, Kerry? A couple of goals, so what, 2-0? Yeah, 3-0 now. 3-0, I'm going to go 2-0. I think that we'll win. I don't think we'll win comfortably, but we'll we'll get some goals. I think I think we've probably we've probably got a head of steam up now. Hopefully, you know, after a good win at PSG, Costa and Pele to score. Oh, okay, interesting. Pele? Listen, I've got to do some advertising. Got to do some advertising stuff. Sorry, guys. You're you, you, you... always developing players and and developing talent and finding a way through it. And I think you know what's happened this year. What's interesting is how many of these Southampton players go on to other places and don't look as good as they were at Southampton. Um, you know, I, yeah, I admire what they do because they still have a youth policy and it's something I think a lot of clubs could learn from. As for the weekend, I think it will be a tough game. I think we'll win by a couple of goals. I, I think I think we're in a certain state of yeah, four. four. Are you serious? Four got no, Six no four. chance. Okay, let's do it. let's do the predictions, Tom. As our guest, we'll, we'll give you the um, the opportunity to go first. What, what do you think the score's uh, going to be on I Sunday? Mean, I mean, a realistic man uh, wouldn't answer this, but I think Southampton two one. Southampton two one. Okay. I thought you just said you're realistic. <laughs> I said I, I, I'm not even going to answer as a realistic yeah. man. <laughs> right. No, you got to you got to go with your heart. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on. What do you think, Phil? Four. Two. Four two. Interesting. And what did you say, Kerry? A couple of goals. So what, two nil? Yeah, three nil now. Three nil. I'm gonna go two nil. I, I think that we'll win. I don't think we'll win comfortably, but we'll we'll get some goals. I think I think we've probably we've probably got a head of steam up now. Hopefully, you know, after a good win at PSG. Costa and Pele to score. Oh, okay. Is it interesting. Pele? Listen, I've got to do some advertising. Gotta do some advertising stuff. Sorry guys, you, 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 I've just gotta do I've gotta do some advertising. Hang on. So we have teamed up with the brilliant Hotel Tonight, the world's leading app for booking last minute hotel rooms to offer you fifteen pounds, twenty euros or twenty-five dollars off your first booking. Choose from an array of award-winning hotels from around the world by downloading the free app from any app store by searching Hotel Tonight or go to hoteltonight.com slash now and enter Chelsea in hotel the promo. Tonight. Thank you, Phil. Uh, and enter Chelsea in the promo code box and book a hotel around the world in three easy clicks. Whether a business or pleasure trip or our next away game and you and your mates fancy staying over in a top hotel, I know it's great as I managed to get a room at the Charlotte Street Hotel one day for less than half the normal price. At the Charlotte Street Okay, uh, and, and another bit of advertising. Sign up and play football pools and get four free games. Go to http colon slash slash 
bit.ly slash Pools, which seems like a very odd URL. Ooh, the colon. Easy to remember. There you go. Uh, and finally, check out our updated and free iPhone app. Go to the iTunes app store to download or follow the link at chelseapodcast.net. I think that just about does it. You've done you really well there. Thanks, Phil. That Don't often get uh, It's a hard-earned <laughs> compliment from you. <laughs> it is. Anything to add, Kerry? Yes, we've got to do predictions for the Paris game. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Phil? 3-1. One. 3-1. One. Uh, after, uh, after 90. 1-1, one, one, and then we've got two in oh, the okay. end. I'm going 1-0. What do you think, Kerry? I'm going 2-1 to us with Luis scoring in the 89th minute for us. And Tom, PSG? I've listened, I've listened to your podcast before, and I know that if I go for the same score as someone else... You'll get shouted off. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say 3-1, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with... I'm going to go with Phil on that. 3-1 to Chelsea. There you go. I'll change then. You're going to change. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll be Four the two again, is it? Unbelievable. Four two. I like a goal. <laughs> well, let's hope two big games coming up this week: PSG and Southampton. That's about it, isn't it, Phil? That's it. See you later. See you later. Thanks, Bye. Tom. Cheers, Tom. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.